Good morning. Good morning. Thank, I want to welcome you to First Baptist Sandy Springs. This is the day the Lord has made, and we're here to worship this morning. But before we do that, I have an announcement to make, and I want to introduce to, to you Megan Hill. Megan is going to be doing our special music this morning. She is from uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. Her parents are Allie and Scott, and uh, she's a member at um, uh, St. Catherine's of Siena Catholic Church. And um, she's also a graduate of um, the University of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> she just graduated this year, and uh, she's heading, after she leaves here, she's heading down to that little place in the middle of Florida called Disney World, since she's going to go down there and be a part of that. She was a member of Orbit when they first formed five years ago. She's back this summer as an intern. They had four interns this summer, and so she's back this summer as an intern. But I wanted to introduce her to you um, before we start our service, so, because she's gonna sing right after this group, and then she's gonna sing again before the sermon. But I just wanted to introduce her to you early. Also, children, when the offertory starts this morning, I want you to join Chloe on the platform. So if you will keep that in mind, we would appreciate it. Let's stand as we worship together. Yeah. 
of 
I think it's on now. There you go. Megan's going to make me say something I've never said before. Roll Tide. My goodness. <laughs> Those words have never come out of my mouth, but because of Megan. Bill, when he introduced her, let you know that she started with Orbit when Orbit began. If you don't know, Orbit is a performing arts academy that meets in our first level as an after-school program and as a summer program. They have grown in the five years since you began from a handful to 400 or so. They teach dance and vocals, and we've had two great examples of that today with your vocals and Chloe's dance. Um, they teach television classes, and they do great productions, and they are fixing the building across the street, the three-story building, so they can double in size, and we really benefited from that today, so thank you very much. And if you have questions about Orbit, their founder, Chris Hall, is in the back. He's a really good Baptist, and so he's waving his hand. If you have any questions about Orbit, he would be the person to answer them. I had a friend in Indiana that he's in heaven now, Nelson Dietrich that he was asked years ago to go into business with a friend of his. The older man had an idea for a fried chicken restaurant. And he had a special recipe. Henryville, Indiana, my friend said no to his friend Harlan. Harlan Sanders. <laughs> you know him as Colonel Sanders. So he missed out on KFC. I have a friend in Mississippi named Dot that was given the chance for a ground floor opportunity in a new company. She was offered a position in the startup. She was a teller at a bank in Arkansas. The owner of the company that was starting liked her and liked the way she treated people and offered her a job right there day one and she declined her friend Sam. Sam Walton would have to find someone else to start. Walmart was her opportunity. How are you at business decisions? Uh, I agree with Louis Grizzard. Uh, the best way to slow a horse down is to bet on it. That's my record. That's my investment strategy. I buy them and they go down. But I have made some great investments, and today we're going to talk about eternal investments, the best kind, why you're here today. Eternal investments were made this week. We had fabulous help. If you helped in Bible school, do you mind just standing up for us, if you, if you still can after the week? Thank you very much. I'm going to tell you more about these friends later. At the end of the week, I had a mother ask me why we didn't charge for vacation Bible school. I guess that's a thing now. It's becoming commonplace. But I thought, you know, for our church, VBS is not an expense. It's an investment. It is a great investment and so I ask you to pray for the seeds that have been sown, the investments that have been made. 
A perfect story that talks about eternal investments is found in Mark chapter 14. I want to read that to you today. Two days before the Passover, the festival of unleavened bread, the leading teachers and the priests of religious law were still looking for opportunity to capture Jesus secretly and to kill him. But not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or, or the people may riot. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While Jesus was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from the essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over Jesus' head. And some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. But Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You'll always have the poor among you and you can help them whenever you want. But you'll not always have me. She's done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. And I tell you the truth, wherever the good, woman, the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deeds will be remembered and discussed. He was known as Simon the leper. But not any longer Jesus had healed him and maybe they just called him Simon now. We don't know when Jesus healed him, but he did. And you think once he was an outcast and lonely and unclean and dying, and now he's the host of a party. No longer lonely, no longer unclean. I don't know if you noticed the time frame, but we're told this is right before Jesus heads to the cross. So we're in the last days of Jesus' life as a man on earth. The wheels are in motion to have him crucified, we see, and He's a wanted man, and to me, thinking about Simon, it, it takes courage to have a wanted man in your house. But it takes a lot more courage to touch a leper. And Simon was changed forever, and Simon loved Jesus, and Jesus loved Simon. So here we are at Simon's house, and in comes a woman with perfume and pours it all over Jesus, and the smells all over the house. Likely this was Mary, the sister of Lazarus, if it's the same story. It's not an act of impulse. You don't carry this with you. This was deliberate. It would be her prized possession. We're told it cost about a year's wages. So think about what you make in a year and that's what it was worth. Maybe the only thing of great value she had, we don't know. We do know it wasn't a logical thing to do. Love isn't logical, is it? Love is not logical. Should God love us? It's not logical, but he does. Logic didn't heal Simon the leper. Love did. And logic didn't shout, Lazarus, come out. Love did. 1 Corinthians 13, 7 talks about love and it says, love never gives up, never loses faith, always is hopeful, endures every circumstance. But often it isn't logical. Let me tell you about the best guitar I ever had. I've probably told you this story before, but 
It was special to me. Bought it in college. It was a Gibson ES347TD. It was a hollow body jazz guitar with tobacco sunburst and gold hardware and mother of pearl inlay. And it was a late 70s, early 80s model. And if I still had it, it would be worth so much money today. In the town where I lived, there was a store, and I'm not making this one up. It was Buxton's Music and Jewelry. Half the side of the store was music instruments, and the other half of the side was jewelry. I thought I wanted an engagement ring. And I couldn't afford an engagement ring, and the only thing of value I had was this beautiful guitar. And I took it to Mr. Buxton, and he wanted the guitar. 19... 82. And so we made a swap with the best guitar I ever had. And it was the best swap that I ever made. It wasn't logical, but it was the right thing to do. We're still keeping tabs and trying to FaceTime with our new granddaughter as often as we can. And, you know, having babies is not logical, is it? Oh, the sleep you lose, and all of the things, but VBS isn't logical. It's too hard, and it's too much, and it's too messy, and it's too loud, but we'd do it all over again. Maybe not this week, but we'd do it all over again because of love. Back to Simon's house. People saw the spectacle, smelled the spectacle, and Some began to complain. You know how people are. Some will complain about anything. Verses 4 and 5. Some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume? It could have been sold for a year's wages. The money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. They didn't see what Jesus saw. And sometimes we need to try to go through life with the eyes of Jesus to see things the way we really should. And he tells them in verses 6, 7, and 8, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You'll always have the poor among you. You can help them whenever you want to, but you won't always have me. She's done what she could and anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I imagine they're quiet now. It was an extravagant gesture of love. And then Jesus gets to the part that really interests me. Verse 9, I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deeds will be remembered and discussed. Wherever people talk in this world about the good news, they'll talk about her. Jesus was right, wasn't he? 2,000 years later, here we are, talking about her. Her gift had eternal consequences. It was a great lesson for us today. We need to remember that acts of love are our greatest investments. John 13, 35 says this to us. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. It will prove to the world, your love, that you're Jesus' disciples. So let me tell you a few things I remember from this week about love. In no particular order. Carolyn Bennett was in the kitchen driving from 
almost Lake Lanier every day. Her husband, Hal, had been in the hospital for about a month before a VBS. He's home now, and thankfully, she could leave him for a little while and come. But you know he was on her mind, and she drove every day to feed the boys and girls. That's love. One of my favorite helpers is Messina. She gets embarrassed every time I brag on her, but Messina let me know a few years ago that she's not really comfortable around children. And that's okay. Not everybody is. But you know what? She's worked our last two vacation Bible schools. Isn't that great? I just love that because she loves Jesus and the boys and girls more than she cares about her own discomfort. And that's special to me. Priscilla Jenkins was faithful every day to put up with Messina and Carol. She was the responsible adult in the room. And I love how she helped the boys and girls. Bill Hall led the pledges and all of the things. And you would think after that was over, he could sneak away. Nope, he led arts and crafts. He did. Like herding cats with boys and girls and crayons and markers and And Kay was in here working with the piano and the program and then teaching the music afterwards and helping with that all day. One of my favorite pictures is Bob James. Bob James, stand up. Just, just, uh, just. I don't want to tell you how old... I don't want to tell you how old Bob James is, but I'll be 60 in August, and if you half me and add that to it, he's older than that. But that's all I'm going to say. When the music was going, Bob can shake it. I'm just telling you, Bob can shake it. And it was so fun to watch that, Bob caring about the boys and girls to come every day and to help them and to dance with them. Bob, I'll never forget that as long as I live. (laughs) Frank Self, another man that helped at Vacation Bible School, dances about as well as I do. Which means he can't. He doesn't. But he was here helping in every way that he possibly could, as he always does. And love makes you do that. Chloe and Tiffany, you saw Chloe dancing earlier That's a result of not only orbit, but good genetics because her mom, Tiffany, was up here doing that too. They're just good. And the boys and girls loved it and thank God for people that can because I'm rhythmically challenged and I cannot, but they did. Donna and Sharice are the masterminds behind the whole thing. And they did such a great job. They do such a great job every day and all year long getting ready. And and Donna drives a van that's just full of stuff to bring. And Marcia, a friend of Donna's, was here working with the kids and is so special. And all of our props that were here last week and through the week are going to her church so they can use them and they'll be used again. Sharice had Joyce with her, and Joyce was at the front door registering people every day because Joyce is good-looking, and that's where we wanted to put her, right by the front door, and we appreciate her doing that. 
Kathy Yoakum wasn't able to be with us all week long, but she was here, her day off was Monday, and so she was here on her day off. And we appreciate Kathy being here on her day off. Mickey Sewell and her helper Phyllis uh, taught every Bible story, everyone in the Welcome Center, and got to tell boys and girls about Jesus all week long because they love Jesus. And we truly appreciate that energy. Mickey's a pretty good dancer too, by the way. <laughs> Diane Hutchins goes to another church but came here to help us this week because she loves First Baptist Church of Sandy Springs and because of her history here. Sarah and Tyler and Caleb and Devin uh, and Aveline did a great job with our programs and our plays and her video and they're driving all week long from coming and uh, during vacation Bible school, she lost a deal on a house and bought another house and in transition, and she's serving in Bible school, and her husband's out of town working, and she bought a house this week during Bible school. So, but she could have put her needs first, couldn't she? But love makes you do funny things. Mitch, on his day off on Friday, came and helped us tear down the set and clean up. I guess what I'm trying to say is these friends made eternal investments this week. And it was interesting. It was eternal investments that all of us can do. So what do you do now? Here's your homework from Bible school. Love one another. Bring a friend. Teach a class. Start a ministry. In a Baptist church, learn how to dance because your preacher can't. Invest wisely. Invest wisely. Take time for what really, really matters. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for that day long ago when the perfume was poured out. And you said it would always be remembered. As we go through our memory banks and our minds, we might remember when we were boys and girls and we're in Bible school long ago. And we might remember some folks that helped us and taught us and well put up with some of us. Thank you for their time. Thank you for their gift. And thank you for this new day that gives all of us opportunity to go out and to give and to serve and to make investments that really, really matter. So God, this week, let us make it a priority to invest our lives in you. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week as you invest.